You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's Tech Talk, I'd like to welcome back Nicholas Bannigan, who is one of our engineering interns here at ThinkBrick. And we're going to talk about today some things that we need to consider when we're renovating. Welcome, Nicholas. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. All right. So let's start at the beginning. We've decided we want to renovate, but what do we need to do even before we sort of progress too far down the track? Yep. So before you start with your renovations, you just want to check with your local government just to make sure you get the the go ahead from them. Good idea is to follow the planning process outlined in the house deconstruction fact sheet provided by the New South Wales government. Okay. We're going to put a link in the show notes to that, Nicholas, but what do the sort of four main steps include? So step number one would be surveying the site to identify what materials can be reused, sold or recycled. Step two, record in your project plan how materials and waste will be managed and include all relevant details in development control plan or waste management plan, which can be acquired from the local authority. Next, you want to outline the steps, stages, and necessary labor or machinery. And lastly, just want to allocate space for material storage and make any relevant personnel aware of the site layout. Okay, so look, that's all very well and good for general renovations, but obviously this is the Think Brick Tech Talk. So what are some structural considerations I need to take into account when I'm renovating with clay masonry? So with clay masonry, if you're renovating any pre-existing bricks, when you create any large openings in these brick walls, footing movement can occur and needs to be performed with the right tools and with caution or with a hired professional. If movement has pushed some of the bricks out of plane, A structural engineer should be consulted before any renovation is performed to evaluate whether the building is still moving or require internal bracing or has frame damage. Okay, so there's structural considerations and obviously you want to engage a structural engineer to make sure you don't start bashing down a wall. That is important. But then what about if I'm renovating some areas that have been affected by moisture? If you see any signs of moisture damage in your building, require solutions such as installing flashings at the top of the walls or laying damp-proof coursing to prevent any further moisture damage. Any solution should also be provided in your project plan and have these checked over by the local authorities to ensure that it's installed compliantly. Okay, so the next thing that we get asked a lot on is around mortar. And I know even when I renovated our double brick home, which was 80 years old, we were a little bit concerned about the mortar joints. What should I be concerned about if they're looking a bit old or damaged? Yep, so if the building being renovated is quite old, such in the case of your house being 80 plus years old, uh, inspection of the mortar should be performed and assessed for where the repointing is required. To be conservative, repointing the area of interest would be best for structural and safety reasons, just to maintain on the side of caution. So what's the general rule of thumb there, Nicholas? Yep, so general rule of thumb, when 30% of mortar joints on a masonry building have failed, regardless of the building age, repointing should be required. We actually repointed our house and that involved the removal of all the old mortar and replacing it with new mortar to strengthen the bonds between the units. 
One of the other questions we always get asked, Nicholas, is how can we sort of keep the aesthetic of my renovations looking continuous with the rest of the house? How does that work? Yeah, so it can be uh, difficult to maintain that uh, aesthetic and any inconsistencies and defects in appearance can just be avoided by acquiring bricks the same batch and installed in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions. What else can you do to the colour of your mortar? So with the mortar, the colour of your mortar can also be made consistent by tuck pointing it. So tuck pointing is basically similar to repointing, but it just serves an aesthetic purpose by taking into account the colour of your bricks and old mortar. And also, I mean, there's the other thing that you can ensure when you're renovating that your bricks can be matched as closely as they were to the old ones. What is the main difference between tuck pointing and repointing? So both methods have one common goal just to remove old or damaged mortar and replace it with fresh mortar. However, tuck pointing takes this definition further by using fresh mortar that coincides with the colour of the bricks or mortar already in use. So just to maintain the aesthetic of your house. One thing that everyone's conscious now is just about the creation of waste and what we can do to recycle and reuse. And obviously household renovation building waste can be diverted from landfill. How, Nicholas? So bricks are just 100% recyclable. And either they could be crushed down into aggregate and put into the creation of new bricks, or they can simply just be cleaned and reused. So just take the old mortar, or they can just be cleaned and reused. So that just requires taking off the old mortar, and then they can be resold and used for someone else's project. We see that a lot, and recycled bricks have become so popular, even our manufacturers now produce new bricks that look recycled. Nicholas, thanks for taking us through those key considerations. Let me just see whether I've got them as a quick summary. The first is looking to ensure that your renovation ideas are actually permitted. And one way to do this is downloading the house deconstruction fact sheet provided by the New South Wales government. And you took us through the four key steps there. When we're renovating with brick, we want to take account into what that means with regards to clay masonry and whether there's been any movements that have pushed the bricks out of a plane and a structural engineer should be consulted before any renovation is performed to evaluate whether the building is still moving or requires internal bracing or frame damage. We then look to see whether there were any parts of the building that had been affected by moisture and the steps to take with regards to that. And we also looked at mortar. As we've said before, Mortar matters in this podcast, and there's a lot of previous mortar episodes. But we want to see whether those joints need tuck pointing or repointing, and we've defined the difference in that and where that should occur. And lastly, we're looking at renovations creating a lot of waste and what can be done with it. And the beauty with brick is not only can you fully recycle bricks to either aggregate or just recycle them to be used again. And as we've mentioned, if you end up having more bricks than you need, there are plenty of people that are going to want those bricks to recycle in their new projects. Do you think I've got it all there, Nicholas? Sounds great, Elizabeth. It's all covered. All right. As you know, I like to do things whilst I listen to podcasts. Where can people find more information on this? Yep. So just check into the show notes or the Think Brick Australia website. Thanks, Nicholas, for coming back. Thank you very much. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.